This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. House Republicans meet on the farm bill. Conaway making case against poison pills and the Senate gives Purdue a new hand. Conaway seeks to close sale on the farm bill. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway looks to nail down support for the GOP farm bill today during a private listening session with fellow Republicans. The timing of the meeting is important because Congress won't be in session next week and Conaway wants to spend the week of May 7th making sure he has the votes lined up to get the bill passed. He also hopes to ensure that he can defeat poison pill amendments on crop insurance, sugar, and other issues. Although those amendment votes may depend on how much help he can get from key Democrats. If he's satisfied with the likely vote counts, the bill will be debated on the House floor the week of May 14th, according to Conaway. Good feedback from fiscal conservatives. Conaway says he's making good progress in lining up GOP support for the overall bill. As a message to fiscal conservatives is straightforward. If you like the food stamp reforms of the bill, you've got to vote for the bill, even if you disagree with other parts of it. He said, we've had really good conversations with all the members so far. Conaway's getting some help from other GOP committee members as well, including Representative Rick Crawford of Arkansas, who has been using floor votes to talk up the bill to some conservative colleagues. Crawford told AgriPulse, we're getting good feedback. Farm groups appeal for crop insurance. Some 65 farm and agribusiness groups sent a letter to House members urging them to vote against any farm bill amendments that would cut crop insurance. The group specifically asked lawmakers to oppose amendments that would reduce participation, make the insurance more expensive, or harm private sector delivery. The latter is a reference to cuts that would hit insurance companies and agents. By the way, Conaway's message to GOP colleagues on crop insurance is twofold. First, crop insurance amendments would be poison pills that could jeopardize the bill's passage. And second, now is not the time to cut crop insurance. Against a backdrop of a loss of 50% in net farm income in the last five years, those amendments have no place in the bill. Hemp legalization could make it to the House bill. Conaway says he's open to an amendment that would legalize production of industrial hemp. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is championing the hemp measure in the Senate side, and Kentucky Republican James Comer wants to get House approval for a hemp amendment on the Farm Bill. Conaway says he must make sure the amendment won't cost GOP votes that he needs to ultimately pass the Farm Bill. For more on McConnell's outlook on hemp trade and the new Farm Bill, be sure to listen to our new open mic interview coming this Sunday. Senate confirms USDA congressional liaison. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue getting new help on board to work with Congress on the Farm Bill and other issues. The Senate yesterday confirmed Ken Barbick to serve as USDA Assistant Secretary for Congressional Relations. Barbick brings a deep knowledge of issues involving specialty crops and immigration in addition to his experience dealing with Capitol Hill. The native of Bakersfield, California, has served as Senior Director for Federal Government Affairs for Western Growers since 2009. Barbick will bring a combination of an agricultural background and legislative expertise to create a free-flowing dialogue and exchange of information with lawmakers, that according to Secretary Purdue. 
Purdue headed to Colorado for a water symposium. Purdue joins his predecessor, Tom Vilsack, in Colorado today for a symposium on Western water issues at Colorado State University. Vilsack, who serves as a special advisor to the chancellor at CSU, tells AgriPulse that Purdue's participation will probably alert him to the fact that there is a serious issue with water in the West in the future. Absent significant conservation, reuse, and creative, innovative ways to use water in agriculture, in industry, in cities, and communities, we're going to be faced with a circumstance where folks may have to choose between agriculture and growing cities. And that's obviously a choice that nobody wants, Vilsack said. After a discussion at the event, Purdue will take part in a private lunch that Vilsack says will consist of roughly 20 people. In addition to Vilsack and Purdue, Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, Senator Michael Bennett, a Democrat of Colorado, and former Wyoming GOP Representative Cynthia Loomis will take part of the lunch. Purdue clears way for FMD vaccine development. In a historic step, Purdue authorized the transfer of a modified, non-infectious version of the foot and mouth disease virus to the U.S. mainland. Up until now, research on the virus has been restricted to USDA's isolated Plum Island Animal Disease Center off Long Island. Companies can now apply for permits to take the virus from Plum Island for research and development of vaccines. USDA's goal is to ensure that a vaccine is, quote, more quickly available and effective should we be faced with a potential outbreak, the department said at a statement. The permits will include biocontainment and use restrictions. Pruitt defends himself and biofuel policy. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt has made his case to Congress and to President Trump regarding why he should keep his job. Now, we'll see if he does. During a full day on Capitol Hill, Pruitt pushed back hard when Democrats questioned him about his spending and ethical issues, and he defended his regulatory actions on several issues, including biofuels. Pruitt didn't make any news on the RFS, although he said the agency is considering a change to allow year-round sale of E15 and new restrictions on the market for biofuel credits to reduce price volatility. Biotech Salmon steps closer to U.S. production. FDA gave the okay for a facility in Indiana to produce genetically engineered salmon. However, the agency says that a provision in its current appropriations law will still prevent the company that developed the salmon, Aqua Bounty Technologies, from importing the eggs necessary for U.S. production of the fish. The appropriations law prohibits FDA from allowing the introduction of any food that contains the biotech salmon until the agency issues labeling guidelines. FDA says it considers the salmon eggs to meet the definition of food. Here's today's They Said It. Crop insurance is food and fiber security insurance, and food and fiber security is national security. That farm and agribusiness groups and their letter to House members opposing cuts to crop insurance. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.